Welcome to Kicking It with Kevin. I'm Kevin Roach, and Doug and Alice have given me time to take the podcast for my own and talk about things that are important to me. Um, so we're going to be talking about what happens to the body after you've died, so the course before burial, because I used to want to be a funeral director. This episode is sponsored by Walmart and Walmart caskets, because yes, you can get a casket from Walmart considerably cheaper and have it shipped to you before you even bite the dust. Now, after they have drained all the blood from the body, if you are not an organ donor, and this is important, all your hey, organs hey, hey, Kevin, will be put Kevin, in a plastic Kevin, bag. Kevin, check this out. Zach, check this out. Zach, Zach, listen, look. What? Look, yeah, I'm trying to well, do a just podcast. Like, Doug got me this really cool goat toy for I mean, my birthday. It was a really thoughtful gift because we have a history of goats. Yeah, and, Zach, that's great. But like Doug told me, and, and, and Alice, I mean, was excited about this episode, that I could do an episode of Kicking It with Kevin on here. Oh. Okay, so just that's let, my bad. Yeah, yeah. just let me okay. get through yeah, just go ahead, one go ahead. I'm sorry, little I'll... tidbit. Um, if you're not an organ donor, after your autopsy, your organs just basically get put in a plastic bag and put inside of you. Um, and then they're going to Okay, check out what this goat does. Like, if you press this little button here, it just goes... Okay. Isn't that the greatest thing? Well, well, Zach, good segue, good segue, because if there's air in the lungs, the body, when you press down on it, might actually make a sound that is akin to a, a sigh or a scream. Does it sound, does it sound like this? I, I mean, you know, look, it, it could if you had a very high-pitched voice. I mean, the vocal cords don't change too much. and they, Because if you keep pressing it, it keeps doing it? Zach, okay, can you just... Zach, I'm going to kill him. This is Doug. And this is Alice. And this is Zach. Get out of here. Doug exposes himself enough. Hey. <laughs> All right, so that'll be the last time we have the goat out today, right, Zach? <laughs> yes, yes, you have my word. Uh, we are here with... Uh, two very special guests mm-hmm. in honor of World, World Theater Day. World Theater yes. Day in four days, mm-hmm. uh, March twenty seventh. Yes, we have a uh, our our buddy uh, Doug's friend and roommate Zachary Charlemagne Teakin here, yes, local thespian yes. and Holy Roman Emperor. <laughs> you, you you may be surprised to know. That's not actually my middle name. What? Can you believe that? What? Agree to disagree. But you know what? You know what? I'll run with it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and his counterpart is the director of the day here, uh, the uh, managing artistic director of Evansville Civic Theater, uh, Mr. Kevin Roach, our good friend, making his a second. <laughs> no, no, Alice, no. <laughs> Yes, Alice. Yes. Making, <laughs> making Kevin, his second appearance. Yeah, Kevin was yeah. on our Halloween episode way back when. <laughs> Which was very loud and a lot of fun. Mm. <laughs> uh, that's that's usually how we are. <laughs> In the bedroom. Ooh. I'm so sorry. Can't confirm. So much, so much acting. Hey, thanks for coming, guys. Oh, it's nice to be here. Yeah, no, thanks for having us. Long-time listener, first-time guest. Thanks for having, <laughs> thanks for having me. Aw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't speak for Zach. No. He I mean, may be here if you want. Will. We're just, I am your puppet. <laughs> we're just taking up the living room. He really had no choice. <laughs> Zach, put the headphones on or we're not leaving. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> so uh, should we explain how we all know each other first? Oh, yeah. I guess we're all in the theater community. Yeah? Yeah. Doug, are you... I'm not in the theater community. No, that was a lie. Doug has you, some uh, Doug Sharp joints, you know, that uh, that yeah. we're, we've all acted Favo, in Favo. as well. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just make the films. But you've all been That's in my true. you've all been in my movies. Mm-hmm. We Kevin, have the... Kevin pied me in the face a bunch. <laughs> like I don't I don't think Unnes- Kevin unnecessarily hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think Kevin and I have like shared meaningful scenes together ever. No. But but we have plenty of connections like uh, I found out that I played two roles that you played back mm-hmm. in high school, mm-hmm. Shakespearean roles. Like I, I played Don John and in uh, Much Ado About Nothing and Puck in A Midsummer Night's Dream. And you played those before? Yes. Um, those are uh, two of the main roles I played. Uh, Don John was actually my first villain that I ever played. Yeah. That was how I realized I like it. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> but like I, I remember... Um, like especially with Puck, mm-hmm. as soon as I heard it, I was like, "Of course it's Alice." Like I'm just pretty much under the <laughs> assumption now that you are going to play every role I've yes. ever played. Yes, <laughs> so, Alice is now my competition. Every time there's an audition, I'm just going to shake my fist and be like, "Alice, Kevin, what's what's a role that you've played in the past that you'd be surprised if Alice played?" Killer Joe. (laughs) I would not be surprised. (laughs) But the more I think about it, my brain is like, she would do really awesome. I do like those. That's intriguing. Ain't no thing. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. (laughs) What's happening? I'm unfamiliar with Killer Joe. I assume it's just all about Matthew McConaughey's life. He he played the part in the movie version. Oh, okay, okay. There were some uh, rather. Graphic scenes with chicken wing, chicken, uh, leg. chicken leg, actually, right? Does chicken he leg? was does it leg he, wing? Does it matter? Does yeah. he stick it in his butthole? Mm. No. Oh well, that's not he, graphic he enough, made, is it? It's he un- made Zachary Charlemagne Tekin's girlfriend fillet it. Yes, that is accurate. <laughs> it, it, it was it was part of uh, what? The, it was part of the underground season, which those shows are like you know no holds barred rated R, and mm-hmm. uh, that was uh, the most uncomfortable scene I think I've ever done. So. Mm-hmm. Filleting a chicken. That's you just looked a, comfortable, though. <laughs> so acting. acting. Great job. That's just a normal thing to do with chicken, y'all. Which is, which is really funny because, you know, she's got to put this whole thing in her mouth. And um, yeah. this is Devin Victoria McBride. Shut and, up. Yes. And I'm, and I'm not going to uh, expound upon that anymore. But I remember we, because we have no budget for those, really, we, um, as the cast and crew pitched in to get the chicken legs each night. And I went to Schnooks and they had the regular chicken legs. And then they had these like steroid chicken legs. Oh like, no. Like monster. So it wasn't chicken. even K Fricey? No, 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 not at all. It was Schnooks, <laughs> Schnooks Fries. Did you say, did you say K Fricey? That's how they K-fri- call it. They call it K Fricey in the, the show. Genetically oh, okay. modified fellatio. And, <laughs> but, uh, um, Kentucky filleted chicken. So I like mine. But, uh, the guy, the guy was like, "Well, you, you know, the 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 extra extra large chicken legs are on sale," and I'm like, "No, I just I'll take the regular chicken legs." And he was like, "But you're gonna pay more for the regular chicken legs when you can have the extra extra large." And I'm like, "Look, man, they're for a friend, and um, and she doesn't like big chicken legs." And he's like, "Oh, come on, you gonna?" I'm like, "I just want the regular chicken legs, sir." Let me explain this to you. Let me tell you what I was like two steps from being like, "This is exactly what has to happen with it, sir." Have you ever seen a blowjob? <laughs> See, Kevin, I found the trick to getting people to stop selling things to you is to make it as awkward as possible. Mm-hmm. Doug can confirm that. Yeah. <laughs> like the time that we had too many pork rinds at the checkout oh. line. And uh, the How lady asked if we were having many. a party. Oh, there were, hold on, hold on. First of all, they were, they were discounted pork rinds. Yeah, like they were 50, 50 cents. cents. Yeah. And Zach grabbed about 12 bags of pork rinds. <laughs> that sounds appropriate. And well, that's like all he had. Just plopped them down on the conveyor 
So explain, Zach. Uh, so this this lady at the at the register who Doug had already prepared me asks inappropriate questions sometimes about your items. You know the people. They always like, oh, I want to comment on everything that you're buying. <laughs> Where do you shop? This was uh, Big Lots, right? Yeah, Big Lots. Yeah. The computer at Walmart asked me nothing. <laughs> Fair point. But I always tell it thank you. So when the uh, robot uprising happens, they remember. <laughs> well, we're going through this checkout line. Mm-hmm. And uh, the lady asks, you guys having a party or something with all these pork rinds? I'm like, no, those are for the sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> no more awkward questions. Yeah, we were I guess good to go. stopped, yeah. <laughs> Doug, uh, Doug turned away and just paid attention to anything else. <laughs> yeah, I was reading like gum ingredients. <laughs> Oh, Zorbitol, huh? <laughs> That's spelled with an X? Didn't know that. Sure, they're putting Zorbitol back in this trident. It's crazy. I think there was, there was a time I went to Walmart and I actually went through the, the you know, person, biological person, Whoa. checkout line. What? I know. Brave. Was this 1994? And, so and, I, and I, I was, what was I buying? I was buying like extra large extension cords, bleach, and Drano. <laughs> like, and, and I'm like, I look at them and I'm like, they kind of gave me this weird look and I'm like, my drain is clogged with hair. I need extension cords for my electronics and I like bleach. <laughs> I really do. I honestly, like, that's a fun fact about me. People don't know. I love the smell of bleach. Like, if you had a bottle, I would huff it. Like... <laughs> If they uh, made, if they you made, know that kills people. I know. That's why I have to be careful. But if they made like bleach scented cologne, I'd probably wear it. You know, like I love the smell mm. of bleach. It's one of my favorite smells in the world. I, yeah, I don't know what to say about that, Kevin. Ble- I've never heard of that. I've heard of people like liking the smell of gasoline. Oh, oh my I did gosh. that. Yeah, my dad let me sniff the gasoline yeah. back in the day whenever we would pump gas. That well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's speaking, a common thing. I think speaking, I like it when I was a kid. Speaking of gasoline, that was uh, one of the things from another another play that Kevin and I did when oh. uh, Kevin was in Bug. Yeah. Um, and there's a scene, and I was the stage manager, and there's a scene at the end where, spoiler alert, um, the two characters, they set the room on fire, and they pour a bunch of gasoline all over the stage, but it's water. But I was able to find this gasoline-scented perfume mm-hmm. to spray around the audience right before that what? scene to just kind of freak them out a little bit. Yeah, Did, didn't you have like a gasoline diffusers too yes, that like yeah. you guys put up? Because I know people were. I had a couple friends that came that legit were freaking out. They That's were like, terrifying. Oh, oh, oh. You guys are going to burn the place it's down. All, all factory it, theater. And if I'm not mistaken, like Alice would just like secretly oh, slip in and place them. Like just secretly. Because it was around the time when the, the fly sound effect, the buzzing was really loud. So like no one was paying attention to someone walking behind the, the seats. It was oh. like. Zzz, so it was like building to a cacophony. So I was able to just slip in and place the place the diffusers in. That's clever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was nice. that your idea? Nice. Yeah, and I love Stage the smell of gasoline. Of yeah. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Okay, I did when I was a kid. I, I guess I don't mind it now. Maybe I've just told myself that I don't love it anymore because I think it's weird to love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now they they have all the safety measures. I mean, back when I you know sniffed the smell of gasoline when my dad would do it, it was like 1986. Nobody uh, cared. They still have lead in it back then. And probably. Hopefully. I mean, heck, at four Cadmium. years old, four years old, I was mad at my dad for taking me away from the circus. I tried to convince the security officer he was kidnapping me, and they were just like, oh, oh, oh kids will be kids. <laughs> oh, there's probably no great way to play that off either. Like, he's just this little liar. Ah. Shut up, you shut up, I swear to God, when we get back to the car. Oh, it was, it was, we're going home. Which meant as soon as that door closed, my punishment was not, it was, my parents didn't want to burden the public with my punishment. <laughs> it was going to be so bad. And I, they were, 
pulling me out and I'm screaming. Four years old, I remember it too. I'm screaming, help, help, they're kidnapping me. They're not my parents, they're kidnappers. <laughs> and, You're the worst four-year-old ever. Oh, I was a sadistic child. I, I, I used to scare my baby brother when he was a toddler. I'd tell him I, I had, which technically is true, that I had acid in a, in a glass jar and he didn't know that I would secretly like smear the top of a table with um, baking soda. And they'd be like, no, you don't. And I'd throw it on there and you'd see it and bubble. And I'm like, no, I'm going to dump it on you oh and chase him around. Wow. You're a monster. I was. Wow. You are. And then years, years <laughs> of therapy and channeling all that into horror movies and uh-huh. angsty, mm. scary roles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Kevin and Zach, have you, have you done things together before? Uh, a few times, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the first show we were in together? Uh, Night of the Living Dead, I think, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Monsters. That was the Alto Studio. That was actually the show that helped me perfect my recipe for fake blood. Oh, oh yes. Oh, that was <laughs> that was some thick stuff. Well, and it was soap-based, too. And it, it had to, every night it had to spray in my face and usually went in my eye. And so, like, the night of Tech Week that they did it with the soap-based fake blood, it went in my eye, and I just screamed uncontrollably. <laughs> 30 seconds, and the director, um, Naeem Muddy, was like, oh, man, that was that was fantastic. And I'm like, that was real. Was real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's, really It's fantastic. not a show until somebody... Like- Bleeds or screams when Kevin's involved. I need you to do no. it the exact same way like tomorrow night. Pied in the face. I do get injured in like every show I'm in, but that might be a topic for later. Yeah, the very first show I saw you in is that one where you hung yourself. Oh, that's hanged right. yourself. Hanged myself. Yes. yes. And and little did you know that only days before I actually did. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I knew because you told me right after the show. <laughs> I didn't even know you and you were telling the story. I was like, yeah, I would too if I it's, almost died. It's it's my fun glory <laughs> story. Um, the director of that show, who will remain nameless, but I know they're listening, um, Ooh. Uh, was terrified and hates to even discuss Steven it. Steven Spielberg. Yes. It's it's the Berg, yep. Yeah, and, and, and Steven, we'll go Steven, hates to discuss it. Um, <laughs> Steven S. Because they were so terrified. And, and they were a great director. PH. And to their credit, they, they repeatedly told me, no, don't do this. And I repeatedly was like, but I'm gonna. And, <laughs> And I did, and, and it, the hanging went wrong. It was more like a glorified strangulation, but whatever reason, I cut off blood flow to my head, could breathe fine, and then slumped down. And the, for like two minutes, everybody just thought I was acting. Mm. Maybe not that long, but I was unconscious, I think, for like a minute to two minutes. Wow. You know? Um, do you have any regrets? None. <laughs> no regrets. Kevin. None. No regrets. <laughs> Kevin, do not hang yourself. Whatever you do, don't hang yourself. Okay. Glorified okay. I'm strangulation. not. I'm not going to yeah. hang myself. That's my, for the bedroom. But I might hang myself. My toes were on the, the floor. The like I, I could have at any point stood up and been like, whoa, this is not working. But I didn't know that you can cut off blood flow to your head. And the last thing I remember was, I feel dizzy. I should probably stand up and tell the director. Boom. <laughs> uh, but, you know. It's they, a little they, too late. They, they were, they stood, I'm saying they gender neutral stood up and was like no we're changing this and I'm like I agree with you <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if we mentioned the name of this show this was Annie <laughs> No, it's very this, weird. It's, it actually it was it was it's a hard knock life. It, 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 oh, for us, it was Dis, it was the Dis, sun almost didn't come out tomorrow. <laughs> it was Disney's Frozen. Um, well, not Disney's, not Disney's. It was a show called Frozen. So when I tell people, yeah, I was in Frozen, I'm like, not the not Do the you happy one, build the a one, hanged man? the one where <laughs> you really let it go. <laughs> Like, you know, I'm like, oh, oh yeah. what else are you going to do? I was in Frozen, the one with the child murderer. What else are <laughs> uh, you going to do? 
Uh, Thanks, guys. Two out of five stars. I don't, oh, I missed it. I, I didn't get it. But no, I, I have to specify that the director did everything that they could and, and you know, told me to stop it. <laughs> and so. <laughs> stop it. Because I know they're. Not, li- but that's not your safe word. That's. Yeah. No, poodle um, <laughs> is the safe word. But I, I know they're listening right now and they're like, damn it, Kevin. Like, why are you talking about this? <laughs> well, this is interesting. Uh, while we're on this subject, Zach or Alice, have either one of you ever injured yourselves or come into grave danger during uh, theatrical? Wow. Uh, during uh, Macbeth, which I was also in with Kevin, uh, we both hurt ourselves a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Kevin. Uh, sprained... Oh, Kevin lost his head. <laughs> oh yeah, I got to I got to hold it hold it and everything. <laughs> Uh, uh, Kevin, Kevin injured his wrist pretty badly. It didn't work right for quite a while after no. that. Um, and, uh, I had some homemade <laughs> armor that I made myself and, uh, some of it had a little bit of a sharp edge. I ended up cutting my head and, uh, in the middle of all the fake blood that was on my face, <laughs> there were some streaks that looked a little darker. I'm like, what is going on there? And I had yeah. sliced my face. It was kind of a good time. Ooh. There was also that day during a uh, tech rehearsal where we were, we were doing the sword fight and our swords weren't actually swords cause it was set kind of in a wasteland setting like think like Mad Max and so but they mm-hmm. were metal like solid metal and I guess Zach and I were both working out some issues because we went really hardcore and after the sword fight both of our swords were bent in half no, my from the from the clanging that we were like we we're like maybe we should tone it down yeah there was a pause about halfway through of the fight where I noticed my sword was like at a 45 degree angle I'm like hmm well, you gotta go with it, right? No, keep clashing them together. How's it hanging? Uh, <laughs> to the left, Alice. To the left. 45 degrees. I actually remember um, before even getting injured in that, let's go all the way back. Um, after Night of the Living Dead to uh, Dracula. Um, Dr. Uh, Acula. Dr. Acula. Um, we did Dracula. I don't get it. And. Um, <laughs> Well, anyway, we did, uh, we did, yeah, we did uh, Dracula, and he were, you were, um, who were you? Uh, doctor, no, Dracula. Was it a doctor? Yeah, Doctor Seward. Seward, yes, and and I was of course Dracula, who, um, of course, no, actually, it's funny because Dracula didn't is the least on stage character in that show. Like, I spent most of the show lying underneath the stage on a stage that they built, like in a hidey hole. Um, Idy hole, neighbor. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I burst out of the floor. I, 45 minutes of, like, waiting, arched weirdly with my back to, like, burst out of the floor. Good effect. But I remember Zach would, you know, we've got this, like, platform on the stage. And I'm supposed to, like, hold up my hand. And then, like, they magically throw themselves back. And every night he kept getting closer to the edge of this platform. And I just flat out was like, you know, I'm the one that does the dangerous stuff. And I was like, dude, you you are going to fall off this platform. <laughs> and he was like, no, I'll be fine. And I was like, no, 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 let me finish. You are going to fall off that platform and hurt yourself. <clears throat> and I'm going to keep going. <laughs> like, I'm going to, we're going That's with called professionalism, I mean, yeah, Kevin. I expect do, nothing really. less. Yeah. But, it's not uh, his job to save you. But I, I remember that was the first time I was ever like, damn. Like, <laughs> he's willing to do this, you know, and everybody else in the show was, was good. But like, Zach was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to destroy oh, my body. Let's do it. Let's leave art. something on the stage, like flesh. I don't know. <laughs> Alice, have you ever hurt yourself um, in a show? Um, I was almost hurt. Uh, well, when we were doing Chicago, the musical at Delta studio in 2015, I think. Okay. Um, I was playing one of the cell block tango girls, Mona, who says lip shits. Um, and there <laughs> are these, there were these uh, cell, cell bars that were built maybe like eight, eight to 11 feet tall. Mm-hmm. 
and someone who will rename nameless came to rehearsal drunk and he was oh, my no. he was my scene partner and he Zach. was he was <laughs> <laughs> look you know i mean i've come a long way <laughs> we've quartered you here just for this moment <laughs> and, and during one of the breaks when we were just listening to the director emilia amati um uh, my scene partner like pushed one of the bars over accidentally and everybody around was like, ah, and maybe some were screaming, Alice! but it was like slow-mo, you know, and, yeah, it, yeah, and yeah. there was nothing, there was no time to like do anything really. Uh-huh. So I turned around in time to see the bars falling, but I was like right there. So I was able to catch the bars. <laughs> like it was just a, a giant wood yeah. plank, like just, oh, and man. I was able to catch it. So... So you were, was, it was almost an avalanche upon your person. Right, yeah. But I survived. <laughs> Proud and, of you. you know, I, you know, I make, I, well, you know, once we get to do shows again, you know, that's always, that's always a concern, you know, making sure that the people that we're working with have good working reputations, you know? Oh, I, I have, I have rules now. Don't go to rehearsal like drunk that. guys. Yeah, please don't. Yeah. Are you going to tell us who it is later off the show? I think Kevin and I might actually know who this person oh, okay. is. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I know who it is too. I Kevin. mean, I have a I have a guess. Let's not say the name oh, though, yeah. or give any hints whatsoever. <laughs> anybody might get. Okay, let's just move on. <laughs> uh, you, you guys want to? You guys want to play a game? I love games. Always. That's like the <laughs> only reason we're here. Are you oh. the villain from Saw? <laughs> I want to play a game. <laughs> I'd like to play a game. <laughs> all right, I'm in. What are we playing? Candyland. Let's do it. <laughs> well, first of all, uh, you guys have your phones on you. No. Oh, Do I? Let <laughs> me oh, see. All right, so I'm going to need you all to uh, pull out some sort of a voice recording app, something of that nature, uh, whatever you need to do. Alice is a pro at this. She's done it before. <laughs> this will be used as your buzzer. So what you'll do is you record a quick thing. You'll want to make sure you're speaking or making a sound or whatever as soon as you hit record. So your buzzer will be ready for you. And it could be whatever you'd like. Alice, uh, you want to do this? Are you ready? Okay. Here you go. Lip shits. Okay, so that'll be Alice's buzzer. So if you hear... <clears throat> Lip shits. Then that means Alice is buzzed in. Uh, Zach, Kevin, which one are you? Zach, ready? Yeah, I'm ready to All go. Right, I, uh, I, I, as a longtime listener of the show, Doug, <laughs> I thought this was a possibility, so I recorded mine yesterday. <laughs> You're lucky I don't insist on using the goat. <laughs> that sounds just like the goat. That's kind of this. Okay, that was really good. He recorded yours yesterday. That's awesome. <laughs> Kevin, are uh, you ready? Uh, let me let me get my thing out here. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, that hey. Is that gonna be? Is that gonna 45 be? Forty-five degrees. Is Poodle. That, is that gonna be your buzzer? Can you make that your buzzer, Kevin? <laughs> I'm gonna get my thing out here. <laughs> no, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do something that will. Okay. That will. I'm sure make people that know me, and we can explain it later. Laugh. Uh, let's see. Record. Ready. I don't hate it. Okay. <laughs> so if you hear that one, that'll be Kevin. You want to test it, Kevin? I'm saving. Oh. Ooh, that's Sorry. cool. Sorry, an ad has popped up. <laughs> <I didn't... laughs> Penis enlarger. Penis enlarger. I don't hate it. Wait, let me try again. Yeah. <laughs> Penis enlarger. I don't hate it. Penis enlarger. I don't hate it. <laughs> 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 Look, we all have our shortcomings, <laughs> so to speak. I don't hate it. <laughs> nice. It's not time to buzz in yet. Oh, oh sorry. Are you sure? <laughs> okay, so Kevin, uh, last time you were here, we played a game called... Uh, I don't hate it. 
<laughs> Sorry, I wasn't trying to do it. I, I swear I wasn't trying to do it. Sure. Zach, break out the goat. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so last time, Kevin, you were on the show uh, back in freaking October, uh, we did a game called It's the Guy from that movie. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I love this game, except I'm not going to be good at it if it's not horror-related. <laughs> yeah, last time it was horror-related. Uh, so, uh, in this game, I'll quickly summarize a movie for you, but I can only remember the actors in it from other roles they performed. So, you'll see if you can guess the movie I'm talking about. Uh, like, um, for example, if I wanted to say The Terminal, the movie The Terminal, I would say something like, Forrest Gump ran all the way to an airport and just stayed there. So see, Forrest Gump is Tom Hanks, who was in the terminal. We yeah. all get that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the theme this time is films that were originally stage plays. <gasps> oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I am going to get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like in a good way? Yeah, probably. <laughs> is Alice playing? Because I'm going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there are um, uh, eight of these. Hmm. Seven or eight. We'll see. Because I didn't number one, apparently. Okay. Alice is playing, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm already like, th- there's like one play that I'm like, it, I know it's going to be in there and I can't think of the title. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, so we will begin. The sound music. Oh, yeah. And wh- <laughs> I will, um, can you all see my hand right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll lower my hand when you can buzz in. So we want to get through the entire clue. Okay. Okay. Following some red rum, G.I. Jane and Maverick bring Jack Torrance to justice. That's Zach. Oh. A few good men. Oh yeah. That is a few That's good a men. Good That's good a few one. good men. Wait, good job, GI Jane and Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking uh, Mel Gibson Maverick, and I was like, I didn't know Demi Moore. Uh, and Mel Gibson I, I thought together. you might think that. I thought you might think that. <laughs> okay, that was fun. Let's look at that. Zach thought he was going to suck at this. <laughs> All right. There's still time. <laughs> number number two. Detective Somerset retires from the world of serial killers and boxed heads to give Ninny Threadgood rides to buy fried green tomatoes. I don't hate it. Kevin Roach. Driving Miss Daisy? That is Driving Miss Daisy. What? That was a lot of stuff I did not know. <laughs> you know Detective Somerset. No, I have no idea who that is. Oh, that's uh, Morgan Freeman from Seven. Stay, stay out of here, California. California, get away from here. <laughs> California, stay away from here. <laughs> I, I almost called it Who's Driving Miss Daisy? Like, like Jeopardy. Who's Driving Miss Daisy? <laughs> Who's Driving Miss Daisy? <laughs> Who? The board is yours. I said I, I said the world of serial killers and boxed heads, Alice. I was thinking cereal, like, you what? know, the milk what? and cereal oh, yeah, that we were having. What's in the box? All right, so number three. <clears throat> Oatmeal cream pie, Little Debbie's. Nice. When, oh, my hand has to go. <clears throat> when Woody met Sally... They clashed over books. When Woody met Sally, they clashed over books. Do you guys need an additional clue? Oh, oh, go, Kevin! Isn't like the store around the corner or something? Uh, no. No, dang it. Yes, Alice. What is a shop around the corner? Uh, no, that's not correct. <laughs> Uh, Zach, I can give you additional clues now. Do it. So when when Woody met Sally, they clashed over books. Uh, those blo- those books included the Da Vinci Code. Uh, you may have heard otherwise, but they're sleeping just fine. Yes, Zach. 
Is it Sleepless in Seattle? It's not. Mm. I'll say you're very close. Oh. <laughs> like, you're so close. To... I don't hate it. Yes, Kevin. Is Night Mother? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's a dark Do one. I have to let everybody else try again? Um, uh, I'll tell you, Tom, we... Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan star in this film. That's why you're close. It's... I'm not sure, Jack. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Is it You've Got Mail? It is You've Got Mail, yes. Are, are we giving the play title or the... The movie. The movie. Uh, oh. It's okay. Parfumery. So, so who, who's in the lead? Now? Nobody got that. Okay. Well, it's like, yeah, I knew the movie, but then I kind of... I was confused about what I was supposed to answer. <laughs> There's are movies. Okay. <laughs> okay. Number four. Tinkerbell, Gidget... And Miss Kubelik get their hair did, complete with metallic flowers. I don't hate it. Yes, Kevin. Steel Magnolias. Yeah. That is Steel Magnolias. Ah. Good job with the Miss Kubelik. All you had to do was say, got their hair did. And I'm like, <laughs> done. Got their hair did from nine to five. Uh. All right, just a couple more of these guys. Luke's mom becomes entangled in a melodramatic love square with a runaway bride, an inside man, and a youthful pope. Lipshits. Yes, Alice. Closer by Patrick Marber. <laughs> nice. That is the film Closer, yes. Oh, man. <laughs> that was, that I, was one of my favorite plays and movies. I know, I know Back in the 2000s. I knew you would get it. So I reread that um, synopsis just to see, you know, if I needed to get any clues. I forgot just how, like, horrible all the humans yeah. are in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I accidentally hit a button. Yes, Kevin. Yes, Kevin. <laughs> uh, closer. <laughs> yes. I win. <laughs> okay. Um, the next one. Sophie's choices catch up with her in this summer month drama about a screwed up family, including her daughters, a pretty woman, and the other sister. I don't hate it. Oh, yeah, I guess that's Kevin because you didn't follow the rules. I know. <laughs> yes, Kevin. August Osage County. <laughs> yes, by Tracy Letts, Gosh, who also wrote it. Killer Joe. And Bug. And Bug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about him so much. <laughs> Good job, Tracy. Uh, also, Sherlock Holmes accidentally falls for his sister, apparently. That's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. I forgot he was in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, in this tragic tale of her so-called life, Angela Chase falls deeply in love with Howard Hughes, despite him murdering her sloth cousin. I don't hate it. Rome, yes, Kevin. Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh my goodness! I I I buzzed in too fast again, and then I had to like move my <laughs> I had to move my player head back to the beginning. <laughs> my favorite part of that, uh, not to toot my own horn, is her sloth cousin. Yeah, because <laughs> John Leguizamo played the sloth oh. in Ice Age. Wow. <laughs> good old. Fan. That's a good show, though. It's so stupid. What Ice Age? Yeah, I thought so too. I like uh, Ice Age. No, I like Ice Age. <laughs> like Ice Age. Well, hey, thanks for playing. Did you like that Bosler movie? It's the guy movie, from that Doug? movie. I like what? Did you like that Bos Lerman, Romeo and Juliet? No. Oh. Maybe I, yeah, um, just say Bos Lerman, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to, I don't like this podcast to be somewhere where I spread negativity, but I've never, <laughs> but I, I think it's okay because this person's so universally loved. I, I can't get into Leonardo DiCaprio. 
Oh, I get yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not that into Leonardo DiCaprio. Either. I just can't, I can't get into him. Like, I'm not saying he's bad. It's just I can't get into him. I've I've never been able to see him as anything but teenage Luke from Growing Pains. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm fifty fifty on him. I, okay. I kind of identify with that a little bit. Okay. No, I really liked his younger work, but I haven't been like after the Aviator. <laughs> you love Titanic. I love Titanic. <laughs> and what's eating Gilbert Grape? Mm, good oh yeah, yeah. Uh, were any of those plays in that in that game? Were they plays that any of you are particularly fond of? Uh, I remember seeing August Osage County on Broadway, and that was oh really yeah, and that was amazing. Like they had the whole set of the house on stage. It was like a three level house. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was like a cross section of the house. Break your neck seeing the third level. Oh well, I mean, it was a huge theater, so it's like. It, I was looking down on the house, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. That's interesting. Because I was in the cheap-ass seats. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, the people down below would have to break their neck to look at the third. Yeah, 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 level. I suppose so. I was actually in uh, a local production of August Osage yes. County. Yes, you were. That's that what like I was waiting for. That was the first show I saw in Evansville. <clears throat> it was a lot of fun. It's a big uh, emotional monster of a show. Mm-hmm. A three-act play. It's like when three-act plays kind of came back into vogue in the 2000s, and then now plays are getting shorter and shorter again. Like 90-minute, no intermission. Thankfully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no complaints here. Right? Some of us stay well hydrated, so that becomes an issue. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, how, how long do you like your plays to be? Um, I, lean, I like the shorter ones more um, because y- you can tell that story pretty quickly. But if it's something big... Um, you know, like, like a big show, like, a you know, I'm trying to like a crucible crucible is a long show, but mm-hmm. like every moment of that was exciting and fun. You know, um, Lord of the flies <laughs> was like fun that. as a witch hunt could be <laughs> as much fun as a witch hunt could be. I also, I mean, but I do like the, Hey, we get through this pretty fast or mm-hmm. I have, or, or even the concept of, especially if it's like a very intense drama, um, trapping the audience they can't leave and go to mm-hmm. use the bathroom. Like they have to like sit through this thing and, and, as be tortured during the story. I, I'm a sadist. Um, <laughs> no, but, but I also it's see, okay, brother. This acid won't hurt that much. <laughs> I, I, really, that ass. I really am a sadist with my shows. People don't uh, don't even know the things that I do to like just torture audiences in a good artistic way and actors and actors. I do in a good artistic way and in, in a good artistic way. Yeah, but uh, and, and fellow castmates, yeah, of course, pies to the face. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I also like eavesdropping on people during intermission to kind of, and again, especially if it's a show that's uncomfortable, like the crucible, like I loved eavesdropping during that one to see what people think and, you know, Oh, people are walking out. I wonder why. And so, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've blatantly mm-hmm. been like, excuse me, why are you leaving? Well, that's wonderful. I thought, I thought it was the end of the show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Kevin's ultimate goal is to have the entire theater cleared by intermission. It used to bother me. It really used to, I used to get like hurt and now I'm just like, Oh man, this show is so powerful. They, they wanted to leave. <laughs> Or at least I hope it's that reason. There are still people out there. How? Zach, go have sex with a dog. What? <laughs> you know what? I'll take the over the goat, team. I'm a... The Goat or Who is Sylvia by Edward Albee. There we go. <laughs> no, we did a, when we did a Lord of the Flies like every night after that first act because that's where like the first death happens. Um, the way I staged it, which was very tame by my standards. <laughs> um, people would get up and leave. And I'm just like, what did you expect? Like, did you expect Lord of the Flies to be all... All glitter and rainbows and lollipops. I like, thought it was Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's like <laughs> so. I would always keep track of how many people walked out after that that first act, right? You know, but then we get people um, who and it took a while for me to learn this. 
that usually they're older patrons and they don't like to stay up too late. And so they will actually buy a ticket at full price, come stay until intermission and then leave. And one time I thought that they were leaving because they were upset. And this was not a show where I wanted to upset anybody. And I stopped them and I was like, you know, uh, folks, is everything okay? And they're like, oh, yeah, it was a good show. I'm like, it's only half over. And they're like, oh, no, we only come for the first half. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Charles, our te- former technical, technical director, explained to me. Charles like, Julius. Julius, yeah. yes, the legend himself. He was like, oh, yeah, no, they're the people. They just come and watch the first act and then go home. There's nothing personal. I'm like, oh, then I would feel oh, like I'd be right. wasting my money. Should we offer half price tickets? <laughs> yeah. I'd want to come for the second half. Yeah, with no context yeah. for the first half. That might be kind of fun. It does actually. really sound like a lot of fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'd go back maybe the next day to see the the first half. But maybe you know. if you like the second half, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I not, like this idea a lot. Yeah, but not that I'm like out to upset patrons or anything. I just I like to know their reasoning for. I left or this has got right. me emotional, I, you know, and even if it's just like, you know, oh my gosh, that was emotional and I can't handle it. Like I like to know those things cause that tells me we're either doing something right or I had somebody walk out one time because they were like, this is just too silly for me. <laughs> and I'm like, so okay. Silly. Like obviously my humor is not your taste, you know, like I, all right. Kind of like our podcast, I guess. People walk out all the time. <laughs> Zach, sit down. I, I, whenever I'm driving and listening to your podcast, sometimes I just open the door on the highway and step out. <laughs> this is a, this is this episode is not up to standard. I'm out. Walk away from their phones. <laughs> there, are, there are stats on Anchor that show like. Uh, when people stop listening like at a point in an episode Ooh, i would not want to know that <laughs> like I, it, maybe once i got used to it but like directing like i used to hate it now mm-hmm. i'm used to it but like if i started out with a podcast and saw people left i'd be like but what <laughs> <laughs> just don't look at it yeah yeah don't read the comments like you could you, you have no you have no uh choice other than to see the audience in a, in a theater but you don't have to look at stuff in a podcast yeah, <laughs> yeah. fair point <laughs> I don't even know we're that just, crap. We're just putting this out into the ether. Yeah. Does it tell you specific names of who likes no. that? No. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> but there are like uh, demographics like gender and age and yeah. location. Oh. <laughs> nice. The yeah. age, I think the age that listens is like 34, yeah, 34 to 42 or something Yeah, like something that. like that. Oh, right. That's right. My wheelhouse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all just Zach and Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> We're the only ones. No, we have a strong base, I feel. Mm. But anyway, this isn't about us. Uh. <laughs> isn't it, though? Well, let's talk, let's talk a little bit about like original work in this town. Uh, as you know, I'm a playwright, and Doug writes his own movies. Um, Kevin and Zach, do you want to talk a little bit about maybe uh, have you written your own original work, or what original works have you done in town? I, or ever? I don't know. Um, Actually, yes, uh, we have uh, Stage 2 is a local um, production company, but their predecessor was Stage, Oh yeah, not Stage 1, which <laughs> throws me off, but um, uh, Michael Deaton Edwards um, wrote uh, some original works, and On and in the Air was an original work that uh, he came up with that we ran at the Arts Council. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that was the first production at the Arts Council at their old location downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a um, a pretty short one act comedy. Um, enjoyed that a whole lot. It was a it was a nice snappy uh, period piece. Super cute. That was a fun one. Uh, and I've written some things, but I don't think they'll ever see the light of day. You mm. you may not have written 
any plays that have seen the light of day, but oh, you have something. Well, yeah, um, oh, yeah. I, I do have something that I'm actually going to publish. I don't know that I'm exactly the author of it, though, because my kids kind of wrote it. <laughs> um, and it's just a uh, uh, kind of a, a diary of sorts of some of the the fun that we've had, that I've had in parenting. Um, my kids are characters. They're three very unique personalities. And uh, sometimes whenever you're parenting, especially by yourself, um, you have to find what's funny about every situation mm-hmm. or you're gonna, your head's gonna explode. <laughs> and my kids are, I feel like exceptionally funny, even though, you know, everybody feels like their kids are <laughs> funnier and the funniest kids in the world. But could you imagine if anybody was just like, my kids just aren't funny. Boring. You know, that would be me. It would be you. <laughs> I just don't know what's wrong with them. <laughs> my youngest Phineas, he's a dry roasted peanut with curls. It's <laughs> <laughs> honey roasted. Yeah. Actually, I, I'm surprised that he doesn't Careful. think my name is Can I Have a Snack. <laughs> Careful, Kevin will smash up your son and eat him. Because <laughs> Kevin loves peanut butter. I was like, say. wait a minute, cannibalism? Where are we going? <laughs> Easy there, dog. took a hard left turn. Speaking of cannibalism, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Good segue, well, I like it. Well, uh, Doug actually showed me um, one of his short films a uh, couple couple weeks ago or i guess for valentine's day um it was his uh, love technically and there was a short yeah. where, that kevin and zach were both in it was oh. like a, it was like yeah. a cyrano de bergerac that was the birth kind of, of the brad <gasps> the birth of the yeah. brad so I, that's a very limited audience who would understand that yeah. but, but in the unfinished entertainment universe uh Kevin Roach plays the Brad, and that was the very first instance of him playing the Brad. <laughs> Which wasn't that like something I just did to be dumb for a take, and yes. you're like, we're keeping it, and yeah. then it just snowballed. Nobody knows the ladies like the Brad, Brad does. <laughs> I got to to walk up like a uh, a dirty street walking person. <laughs> they pref- they what prefer the- hobo. Hobo? Do we call it? <laughs> what is the, the preferred the nomenclature here? They, in the line is it hobo? The line of the movie is, they prefer hobo. Yeah. <laughs> so I am a, uh, you could, one could assume that I am a homeless person and I had dirt smeared all over my face and I kept annoying the crap out of Kevin's character and he pushed me away with a stick at the end. And you stank. Oh yeah. I remember none of this part. Stank. stank. <laughs> you got that stank on you. <laughs> I, I guess Ke- Kevin also channeled his uh, his Lothario Brad for a play of mine, uh, my first play that was uh, produced at Civic Theater Underground. Oh yes, yeah, it was a uh, conversation about the keys, mm-hmm. kind of a romantic comedy drama, and Kevin got to be kind of a, a Barney Stinson esque. Yeah, that was that was fun. I I actually am really terrible at tying ties like I every time because I wear them so little <laughs> I always wear them for a show always 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 like I get mad if I don't if so, I see somebody doesn't have a tie at a show it's just like everybody should wear ties I don't know like the but, audience no 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 like like oh, okay. people involved I don't okay. know I, but um, clip-ons Kevin come on now uh, <laughs> lazy but like every time I have to relook up a video how to tie a tie or have to have my dad do it for me but you know um, but Aww. for the play I had to, I had to tie a tie on stage mm. and I had to do it pretty quickly so I like practice tying a tie and like apparently afterwards um, according to the director some guy was like man that guy knows how to really tie a good tie and I'm like oh if you only knew I like that that's something that somebody would just mention just in passing my god he knows how to tie a tie you know that is that is something that that I would not have ever known how to do had it not been for theater Mm. I did not know how to tie a tie until I was forced to for a show 
And uh, it seems like there's about one every two years where I have to tie a tie. I'm like, how do I? Oh, yeah, I know how to do that. <laughs> yep. Over, under, around, and through. No, that's shoes. Nope. <laughs> I, 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 leave, I, leave, I leave mine tied until the show's over. Um, and then when the show's over, it's like ceremony for me to like just like, shook, like pull the tie off and the knot out. Zach, you will wear this tie. Will wear this or tie. I, will, I will pour this all over you. <laughs> You're not fooling me. That's not acid, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> You've already spilled like, the beans. <laughs> I feel like this tying of the tie is like a, a rite of passage on stage. You know how when people ask, oh, have you ever died on stage or have you ever um, had... Uh, had sex on stage with a dog you know, have you ever <laughs> yes, tied yes. a tie on stage <laughs> yes i i fit all those categories actually i guess come to think of it i have too you had sex with a dog um yeah. <laughs> oh no i had oh. to i had to you know do some bad things to uh, olivia shopper john in oh, yeah. uh, titus andronicus thankfully never saw that part oh Oof. yeah and then and then i i right. also died yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. I, I was in. Uh, I was in that show. Yes, yeah. you were my daddy, my stepdaddy. Don't call him yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> call him Papa Bear. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's Coach to you. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. <laughs> you all right, Kevin? <laughs> uh, uh, so everyone here has died on stage, then. Many has Several everyone times. here killed on stage? Yeah, several many, times. Many times. Wow, all, all Titus. Yeah. You know, are plays just about nonstop violence? Is it just dying? Yeah, I mean, if we think about closer, it's all like verbal, verbal, vitriol. And see, and like, I think I, I like that, those plays and I like the darker plays because like I'm a very, I like to think I'm a nice person in reality. Um, but I'm not. So I, I like shows and movies that really explore the darker side of humanity, like what people are like when nobody's looking when the doors are closed and Mm -hmm. you know because i whether it be a comedy or drama and this is why i'm not a big fan of musicals i'm sorry (laughs) theater people out there i do enjoy them but uh, same i'm picky yeah when i watch a show i want to feel like i'm like a voyeur like i'm looking into somebody's lives that i I shouldn't Mm -hmm. be seeing this play out in front of me even if it's just a comedy and funny like i want to feel like i'm watching something happen right in front of me in somebody's lives mm-hmm. and and especially with darker shows that's i feel like definitely i'm seeing something that i shouldn't see i'm seeing you know what happens when everybody's gone and the smile comes off and so mm. you know yeah. that's why i like that kind of stuff i think that's kind of interesting because i feel like in the media nowadays there's some push against it especially from marginalized populations like um uh you hear about sto- like stories about black trauma or stories about um, people with AIDS dying. And that, that used to be like a big thing. Like we needed these traumatic stories, but now people are like, no, I don't want to see rape on stage. No, I don't want right, to see yeah. shootings on stage. No, I don't want to see dying of HIV on stage because, you know, HIV is no longer a death sentence. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of marginalized populations want to see more stories of joy now yeah. because mm-hmm. they're, they don't just want to be known for that particular aspect yeah. of their identity. Which is completely understandable. But, I'm, I'm myself have toned down my horror dark movie consumption mm-hmm. and, and I've opted to watch more lighter fare in, in lieu of like the horror and the dark movies because movies, some people get affected by music. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I do, um, but like that's when I listen to like movie scores, but like I get really affected by movies and TV shows. Like if I watch, it's no secret. I'm a huge fan of Dr. Who, but like I watch episodes of that and I feel really empowered mm-hmm. and, um, like I, like I want to do something good, but then you know, Doctor like Who? I'll watch it. Exactly, <laughs> Doctor What? <laughs> and, then, and and I'll 
occasionally like I'll, if first. I watch like a dark movie or a movie that I didn't expect to be sad and dark and then like for the rest of the day my mood is ruined like I have to go into them with the mindset of I understand what I'm doing and I'm not gonna let it get to me and circling back to what you said about uh your shows and and kind of the direction you go with them one of the things I enjoy most about uh acting in your shows is uh some shows that are are performed more towards the the comedy bent to lean into the jokes and things you don't do so much, which mm-hmm. I feel like makes them actually funnier because it's more you know realistic. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a show uh, and then there were none. Agatha Christie's, oh yeah, mm-hmm. one of my favorites, and it it's it reads almost like a comedy and you could lean into the jokes and you know and do the the elbow and the ribs well, they, they even said on the back of the script like the murder mystery comedy or something and that's <laughs> not what i remember seeing no no and and reading through it I, I i feel like the way you did it was way more interesting because it was just the way it was written it was incidentally funny so you didn't have to lean into it and it had a more serious bent to it and it felt more like a real life serial killer up in the house yeah i get i, I, I I, I wanted to give it my own flair because that kind of that story and then there were none um, is kind of the precursor to the modern slasher genre like you know several people trapped in a building somebody's picking them off it's probably one of them and um, you know so I wanted to make it scary I probably did give it a little bit more blood and a little bit more horror vibe than I needed to again I'm doing things to the audience that don't even recognize um, like as a director one of my things that I do that audiences would probably be mad if they knew but guess what they know now um, is during my scary shows my um, my roommate who has helped me for years even before we were roommates um, working on sound for my shows we discovered that a lot of horror movies um, will play a 50 megahertz drone in the background under music to kind of and it scientifically makes you feel uncomfortable like your chest is about to come out and so I did some experiments playing that, uh, especially during, and then there were none. I invited a friend to come watch part of a rehearsal and she came. She was like, all right, that was good. And then I said, okay, well, when you, before you go to work tomorrow night, stop by, you should get here roughly around the same time. I want you to watch something. And it was, she saw pretty much the same stuff, but she was like, I don't know why, but I don't feel really good about this. Like I've, something feels like bad. <laughs> and I'm like, it's because I'm pumping a 50 megahertz drone into the audience. <laughs> Kevin's like, how do you feel? bad i feel really bad good (laughs) i want you gone by intermission (laughs) but the civic doesn't really have like a super heavy bass system like uh malvern high school where i also work and i did that for a show there (laughs) and good lord like the actors were having the student actors were having panic attacks because i'd walk on stage and you could feel the floor vibrating from it so you guys uh not to break up all the serious conversation and in fact, breaking up the theater conversation because, uh, you know, we have a theme today, but uh, I'm breaking that theme just okay. for one game, if you guys oh, are okay with that. I am ready yeah. for a fun, funny, fun yeah. game. So you've listened to the podcast before. You may have heard a game called Cockwords. Oh! Where, uh, you might have to remind me how to play this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've not. Um, I would give you a couple of possible definitions to a word that has the sound cock. K A with a little thing over it, K, if you will. Mm. It has that sound in it, and then you would uh, you tell me what that word is, such as shuttlecock or cacophony or whatever. <laughs> well, I would like to introduce you to the cousin of cock Ooh. words. This is puss words. <laughs> no, no, no. You are terrible. No, no. Yes, no. yes, yes, Kevin. So yes. these are... Uh, you, welcome to Thunderdome, Kevin. These are words that contain the sound 
puss. <laughs> Such as <laughs> pussycat. Yeah. yeah. You know? Such yeah. as pussycat. If anybody ever referred to my cat as that, I would shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that seems harsh. <laughs> Sorry, we were coming from the dark talk. Let, With the acid gun. Let's go to happy. happy. Yes, this is happy. <laughs> so I will give you two different definitions. One would be like an actual definition of the word. And the second would be what else the definition could be. You'll get it. So when I lower my arm is when you can buzz in. Oh, we gotta use this, the buzzer. Yeah, we're using the buzzers again. Why do I sound drunk? The buzz, the buzz, the buzz. <laughs> well, Kevin, there's one possible explanation. <laughs> All right, is everybody ready to buzz in? Yeah, let's do it. Once my arm is lowered, you can answer. Okay. I don't like this. Yeah, new Alice. Rule. I don't like this new rule. We've used it before. No, you haven't. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely have. <laughs> okay. Not for the first iteration. Okay, so this is either a noisy disturbance or commotion. Or when your front and back private areas are indistinguishable from each other. What's the first part again? A noisy disturbance or commotion. All of these words contain the sound puss. <laughs> or, depending on how, you, on how you pronounce it, it could be puss. A noisy disturbance or commotion. Or when your front and back private areas are indistinguishable from each other. Or when your front private area looks like your back private area, you might have a... I hope it's getting the clock ticking in the background. <laughs> well, I'm just going to cut out the silence. Oh. Are, we all, are we all giving up? Yeah. So this would be a rumpus. Aww. It's a rumpus. Rumpus. That's mm. funny. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I see. I see. Yeah. Yes. What's growling. the rumpus? <laughs> no, it's my Tina. Are you? Are you disgruntled? I tried to give you an easy one to start with, so we'll see where this oh, goes. Oh God! Shit. <laughs> I'm right. sorry. Can you say shit on here? Absolutely. We always do. Oh, that's are, right. Are you new here? What am I thinking? Well, I'm the good one. Yeah. I haven't cursed. I don't think this There's whole time. There's been zero cursing this Come entire. On, I've talked about death and destruction We're and over no an hour cursing. into this. I'm disappointed in myself. Puss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two. So you guys get how the game works, though. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Number two, Kevin. I expect you to get this one. Oh no. This is either the grounds of a place for learning or. Perhaps all Jason Voorhees wanted all along. <laughs> Lip shits. Yes, Alice. Campus? That is campus, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perhaps that's all Jason Voorhees wanted all along, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> oh, that is a genuine disappointed groan. <laughs> I'm, Ke I'm Kevin Sorrow, disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number three. Here we go. Oh, God. This is either... The group of small bones that form the wrist and part of the hand, or something that might be fun to take a drive in. Lip shits. Yes, Alice. Carpus. That is carpus, yes. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Good job, Alice. <laughs> Number four. This is either a horned figure that terrorizes bad children, or... A straight-to-the-point demand you may shout to your paramour during moments of romance. I think that was Alice. Krampus. That is Krampus, yes. Krampus. Cramp? It's a straight-to-the-point demand you may shout to your paramour during moments of romance. 
<laughs> Filthy. Okay. Number five. This is either to act in a cautious or non-committal way, or the area below the mons pubis ankle. That was Zach. Whoa. Pussyfoot. Ah, that would nice be pussyfoot. One. Yes. <laughs> Cram that pussyfoot. Oh my god. My favorite maneuver is a pussyfoot. Is it? <laughs> Kevin, you okay over there? Yeah, pussyfoot no, through I'm the I'm being tulips. good. My patrons will be listening to this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being good. Oh, okay. I, I might swear later if you're lucky. Uh, you might have to. We'll see what happens. Okay. All right. Number six. There are only eight of these. Number six. This is either a bad-tempered or habitually sullen person, or something that might make you pucker when you pucker up to it. That was that was Zach. Sourpuss. Yep. That is a sourpuss. Do we? Do we? Do we want to make the jokes? Go ahead. Or do we just pe- bypass this? You can one? say whatever you want. Let's not. Okay. <laughs> I do have some standards. Believe it or not, I live with you. <laughs> <laughs> My children might be listening. <laughs> they're probably if you upset. play this for them. Yeah, you're, they're probably upset you didn't mention them by name earlier. Lucy, Aww. give him olives. Give them to him now. <laughs> you know how I feel about olives, Kevin, you sadistic son of a bitch. Yes, I do. <laughs> That's why I'm going to catch you sleeping one day and dump them all over you. I, I will end yes. your entire existence. I will go, take the DeLorean back in time <laughs> and wipe out your entire family tree. Or maybe I'll just go back one generation and walk your mom into the Planned Parenthood. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. Nobody will know except for these 500 people screaming at you. It's fine. God, I uh, hope Herman listens to this. I will have you know I am the product of $40,000 of experimental oh fertility drugs and 11 years of sex. <laughs> oh, you were intentional. <laughs> 11, years 11 years of sex. I was very intentional. Wow. It's true. Uh, Herman told us the story one day. <laughs> yes. On we, Thanksgiving. Oh, we had fun trying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He kept saying how much fun it was to try to make yeah. Kevin. I know who my mom is. It was not fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, do you know what that means, Kevin? It means your parents had sex. Like a lot. <laughs> oh, oh no. My dad's reached that point in his life where he no longer cares what he says to me. So I like pretty much know about their sex life. <laughs> or lack thereof for the last several years. So your oh, patrons several. are going to hear not this. Bad. <laughs> All right. Two more of these. My dad's going to kill me. <laughs> uh, this is either a long-term autoimmune disease or... The female equivalent of a glory hole in Britain. What? Yes, Zach. Lupus. That ah. would be lupus, yes. It's always lupus. <laughs> Every single time. It's always lupus. Uh, a glory hole in Britain, the female equivalent. That's good lupus. Stuff. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin. Gross! I just got that. I'm sorry. I'm peeking. <laughs> you promise not to peek. If you would like to see an example of one at some point. God. <laughs> Zach will send you a link. All right, the final one. This is either a pink theater-loving cougar, quasi-Shakespearean even, or a tangled, knotted mass below the waist. I, I'll a, repeat that. Yeah, repeat it. This is either a pink theater-loving cougar, quasi-Shakespearean even, or a tangled, knotted mass below the waist. Oh, wow. 
<clears throat> you guys, you need to brush up on your history here. <laughs> a pink cougar. He loves the theater. Quasi-Shakespearean, even. Exit stage left. Or a tangled knotted mass below the waist. Pursued by bears? Yeah! It's a cartoon character from the from the 60s. Mm. Hanna-Barbera. Sn- oh, oh, um, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't hate it. Yes, Kevin. Is it like Snugglepuss or something? It is Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Where, where does the theater thing come in? He loves theater. Oh. He is a theater-loving cougar. Hmm. Yeah. He always, yeah. He, I uh, I enjoy theater-loving cougars. That's, that's what? what shows up at the Civic a lot, I think. <laughs> no comment. And they want to go home after intermission. No comment. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, I, was, I was expecting an Oedipus reference. Yeah. Ooh, that yeah. would have been good. <laughs> I got Funko your mother. I actually, I thought about it, but I thought that you would judge the pronunciation of it. Oh, or in, Oedipus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I thought the it's all, Oedipus. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that would have been the joke. Good night, everybody. Oh, did not even get that. Did. <laughs> yeah, Snagglepuss. I tried to end on a uh, theater-related thing. Mm-hmm. Little Snagglepuss. They thought he was like homosexual just because he enjoyed the uh, the theater. Hey, that sounds like my dad. Aww. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, is that too real? Is that too much for the show? I'm sorry. I'm sorry I crossed the line, guys. It's funny because it's real. <laughs> so it is World Theater Day this Saturday, March 27th. Kind of a day for us to reflect on all our theater experiences. And I know community theater has had it pretty hard um, this year. Um, a, a month ago, uh, three theaters got together and did that Hearts for the Arts telethon. So that was pretty exciting. It was Civic Theater and Children's Theater of Southern Indiana and Stage Two. Yeah, yeah. And they're still, there's, you know, they're still trying to put on shows, but distanced or streaming. Um, did you guys? Did, did you all raise? I didn't actually see the final figures of that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to mention the amount, but did you guys raise a good yeah. amount of money through that telethon? Yeah, it raised a, a pretty good amount of money because um, that money is going to get split amongst the theater companies. Yeah, and um, you know, so that's it's really kind of cool because. You know, not to be a pessimist, but I'm not the only one. Like we were like, we didn't expect it to do that. We like, we expected to bring a little bit of money and people to uh-huh. be entertained, but we were quite happily surprised at, at what uh, the amount that came in. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. No, it, it was really cool. Mm-hmm. I loved watching it because like so many people were sharing like their, their favorite memories of theater in Evansville mm-hmm. and even people who no longer live here but have gone on to careers, like professional careers. Yeah. Um, they they recorded you know, videos to be broadcast. Like Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was a nice mix of everybody from the different groups and people that don't live here anymore, that do live here. You know, it was just, it was really, really neat to see. Some of it was, a lot of it was pre-recorded, but then there was some live stuff that happened. Um, you know, at the Civic Theater, we were kind of like the phone bank. We we answered mm-hmm. the phones. People, most people, ended up donating online. Um, but it's it still was kind of fun to be like I'm I'm on the phone waiting. <laughs> I actually I actually called in the old fashioned way. Oh, you did. I don't <laughs> think I got you. No, because it was someone like, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I know who it was. But they were like it was somebody named Alice. And I'm like Alice. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only person that actually called. <laughs> I'm I'm up in I'm up in my office at the phone, and I'm just I hear Alice. I'm like Alice. 
<laughs> the phone bank was really just some person's cell phone, just one cell phone. Just the like f- everyone's gonna do this online, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the phone rings and somebody's like, "What is that sound?" <laughs> I didn't know those things did that. It did catch me off guard because most people now just go online and do it. And I was like, it rang and like, it took my brain like a good solid two seconds to go. Oh, I, I picked that up. <laughs> Alice was on her rotary phone. Yeah. I'm she writing, was, writing my check. Was prepa- I was going to say can that. I yeah. a check, please? <laughs> Operator, patch me through. Oh, theater. Theater. Uh, yeah. So you have, um, I guess, do you want to mention your upcoming season? Mm-hmm. Kevin, is it far enough along to where you can do that, or mm, not necessarily? Okay, yet, but okay. it's it's coming soon. But you have stuff coming. Yeah, before before this spring is done, you know, we're right there, kind of teetering on it. Before it's done, we're gonna have something available for the public, and Good. you know, right now we're we're remaining cautiously optimistic. I think. Right. We also know that we will abide by CDC guidelines mm-hmm. and um, safety for our patrons before we announce yes we're going to be doing them in the building and Uh even when we do come back it still might be limited audiences um which is tough with our theater because like i work with high school kids and and they're doing theater Mm -hmm. granted in masks and the audience Mm -hmm. are socially distanced but there's a difference when you know my high school kids at mount vernon have an 1100 seat auditorium yeah Mm -hmm. and they can say we're going to limit it to 25 percent capacity well that's already more more than my house at Civic can hold, you know, or mm-hmm. around that number. And even actors backstage. It's, it's close quarters there. Yeah, but actors backstage, it's very close quarters for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're, and also we lost our, our longtime technical director, Charles Julius. Mm-hmm. He's dead. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I'm kidding. He retired. Like, it was a, uh, it was a, uh, not... a freak acid accident. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he is, he is happily retired. Um, and uh, though he does come in occasionally and, and, do some things and of know, course he does like, i need to get out i need to go and get away <laughs> um but uh you know he was just such a a wonder at what he did like he built sets that look like somebody cut somebody's house a yeah. slice of their house out yeah, and put yeah. them on there you know so we know that until we get a permanent technical director um we've decided that we are going to do um four of our six shows are going to be more um, minimalistic and by minimalistic i don't mean cheap i just mean simpler you know for instance when i mean i love minimalist sets see i do too you know um pre my time at civic when they did urinetown clay printer was directing urinetown i'm pretty sure the set was just aside from some set decorating um was just uh what do you call a scaffolding mm-hmm. um and delta studio did that a lot with shows and as long as you you know you put an effort not just let's throw this up here that can look really cool mm-hmm. um so four of the shows in the season are going to be done more on a smaller scale um but then we'll have two that'll be like the big budget. We're going to throw everything at it shows, which will more than likely be the musicals. That's something that even now it's still undecided. So mm-hmm. I think it'd be really cool to have a play that's fully done uh, virtually. Mm-hmm. Like I saw a play uh, maybe last, last fall called in love and Warcraft by Maduri shaker. And it's usually performed on stage, but this theater company in, um, in out on the West coast, they, they did it through zoom. So, and it was live every night. So there could have been like technical mm. glitches and because it's based on, you know, Warcraft and, and online communities, uh, having, having it digitally actually kind of was funny. Um, cause we were like looking into their bedrooms and looking into their different locations. 
That's interesting. Yeah, there's there are more and more shows are coming out that are written to be that way. Yeah. The downside is a lot of them are like cheesy, you know, made for young people shows. Um, <laughs> or, the, or they're just cheesy. Come see my TikTok play. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's the new. Yeah. yeah that's, the sh- 30 second sound bites. I'm actually. Of a 90 minute show, 30 seconds. Looking into ideas on that. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you writes, would. Writes this down. But, um, Come see my TikTok play. But like, you know, for instance, um, next month in April, we're doing title of show and title mm-hmm. of show is going to be streamed and we're still working on exactly how that's going to happen mm-hmm. um, because musicals are different than plays. You know, you've already got with a play, you know, you've already got the danger of what's coming out of people's mouths literally um, <laughs> with singing there's i don't know the science of it but with singing there's a lot more projection a lot more aerosol mist of spittle that goes out into the air um kevin can i say the aerosol mist of spittle sounds like a superhero movie <laughs> <laughs> coming this summer writing aerosol mist of spittle um but like with a musical or with that musical you know granted thankfully it's only four people it requires next to no set and the orchestra is a piano um so it kind of lends itself well to that but i haven't really decided just yet exactly how it's going to be presented is it going to be you know recorded on the stage um mm-hmm. or are we going to try to do something unique with it because the show is so tongue-in-cheek very meta like it's aware that it's a play and has Mm -hmm. an audience it's literally a musical about guys writing a musical (laughs) um and uh so i say do it live yeah so (laughs) it, it could be it could get interesting however we choose to do it like it's been brought up like could it be done from home Mm -hmm. individually Mm. yes yeah Mm. So, uh, yeah, anybody who's not into theater who has listened to all of this, well, you've seen through uh, countless mentions of different shows and then uh, those films that came from plays and everything is how important theater is and Mm. how much entertainment there is out there. Like, I am not involved in the theater, but I am glad to support and see the shows and everything. So if you live in Evansville, when, uh, when things get up and going, you know, try to... Try to take in a show, whether you think you like it or not, because you probably will. Yeah. Um, if, you know, these things are, that are online, like Kevin, you'll have that streaming, right? That mm-hmm. show next month. Then check that out. Go to Evansville Civic Theater's Facebook or... or EVVCivic.com. EVVCivic.com. Check it out. If you don't... No, no, no. Dot com. Dot org. Sorry. Dot org. Dear God, I don't even know my website. EVVCivic.org. If you don't live in Evansville, then, you know, check out your own. There's probably theater close to you. Even if you live in a small town, I'm sure there's some within an hour away. And if they're not putting up shows right now, they need your help in some other ways, you know? Drop some cash their way or something like that. Because they're good people doing entertaining stuff. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it doesn't mean you're gay, Snagglepuss, if you... <laughs> are, are we sure about that? Because... And if it does, who cares? My, my stepdad said it did, and he was he was half right, uh, so... I mean, I... Look how I turned out. I'm almost <laughs> married. I've been engaged, what, now twice? Um, almost married a girl. <laughs> like to throw it in front of yeah. me. Yeah. Anytime, anytime my dad and I need a, a good, hearty laugh... You know, I'll be like, well, tell him, tell him about Zach's Planned Parenthood joke. He'll yeah, be a good laugh. Exactly. <laughs> oh no, he will not. But I'll be like, well, you know, that's, that's why I'm gay. Theater and the forty thousand dollars of experiment, experiment, totally bills. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say like ninety percent of my friends now at this point are from the theater, and I'm not even involved in it. Yeah. So no. uh, in the in the spirit of theater and 
and the arts. Uh, would you guys mind acting something out real quick here? Um, of course. Is this a, I mean, is no, this a Doug mind. Sharp original? This is a Doug Sharp original. It's radio <gasps> what I'm going to need you to do <laughs> is don't look at all yet. Okay. But you'll find papers to your left. Oh, except I didn't Alice, even notice right. Yeah, don't look yet. I'm not. It's paced out. But you'll find them. Okay, now. first off, that's really cool because I had no idea that was there. I didn't know. That's like being at Oprah, like you look under your seats. And you get a script and you even get hidden. a script. And I hope this will be fun. It won't be like the last couple times we've done this, Alice, where there are sound effects and Aww. such. Uh, I, I, this is a new kind of thing. Doug, Doug has been exposed. He is, is the drama? Easter Bunny. So if I Doug can... exposes himself enough. Ah! <laughs> oh my God, don't tell people. <laughs> um... Uh, if I could, if I could trust you guys to flip it over without reading anything yet, you'll see this is an ode to love triangles. <laughs> I'm just looking at the title and just look at the notes now. Here's what you need to know: the character that Kevin will be playing, sincerity, is oh. very key for you, Kevin. Oh, okay. Zach, arrogance and blowhardedness are key for you. Typecasting, okay? right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I cast him in all the time. And in the beginning, Alice. Annoyance is key for you, okay. and you'll see how your character develops as it goes. Ooh, I have a dynamic arc. So I do, yes, kind of. <laughs> so you will have, um, the, the letter will be next to your speaking part, but also it'll be color-coded. So Alice, you're in red, Kevin's in purple, Zach's in green. We got it? Ooh, mm-hmm. I like purple. Okay, and uh, it'll be poetic, if you will. It rhymes is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll, uh, if you want to throw in some sound effects during this little intro part, or any time that I have to read things. Oh, okay. So here we go. <clears throat> One night in a small West Virginia town, Francis stands below a second-story window. He holds a small gift in one hand and adjusts his tie with the other. In the far distance, a dog barks. From inside the window, the sounds of video games can be heard. <laughs> the man takes a moment to clear his voice. <clears throat> then, a voice, that of the lovely Amora, shouts out from inside. Oh no. Hark! Who goes there neath my window while I desire to play Nintendo? It is I, darling, with but modest wishes to cover thy lips with these starving kisses. Ew. Kev, uh, he mimics a kissing sound that is anything but romantic and goes on a little too long. Gross. <laughs> Should that please thee, my future bride? Mine eyes and ears wish for suicide. Tis Donkey Kong that holds my night. Be gone back home to thy fleshlight. <laughs> uh, uh, Francis lets out a soft chuckle. <laughs> Soft chuckle, soft chuckle. (laughs) (laughs) Thy wit, my dear, tis sharp and tis terse, but come, for they shall not reimburse the fee that I have paid for this present. Holy fuck, thou art so incessant. (laughs) Suddenly, a motorcycle pulls up next to Francis. As it shuts off, more neighborhood dogs bark. (laughs) The new man bark, 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 bark. The new man steps off the motorcycle, approaches Francis, and calmly spits down on his shoe. Oh, oh this is Kevin Roach play. My dear, a stranger doth approach. Shall I his aspirations broach? No need. I've come to lay a topper. Don thy thong and get to the chopper. Shyness be not Jesus the sport Christ. of kings. Diffidence shan't break mattress springs. Hop from thy window, prepare for a ball. Answer thy phone, tis thy booty call. 
Oh, Charlemagne, what saucy devil. Jesus if t'were not for this minecart level, I would partake in thy sweet dialogue and spend this midsummer's night on thy hog. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Kevin just said, are you kidding me? <laughs> but my love, what words thou dareth speak? Is it not obvious, this man's technique? So full of boasts and of cheats and fibs. Plus, I arrive first, and as such, I call dibs. <laughs> This man is but nothing, a maggot, a louse. Let's away to the pub and let us get soused. Thou shalt be wooed and thou shalt be fed, till thy stomach is full and thy legs they are spread. (laughs) The neighborhood dogs are barking louder now. Bark, bark, bark. bark. Appear to be coming closer. Bark, bark, bark. Um, Amora talks to herself now. Two men at my window, both with desire. Should I turn off my console? What shall transpire? Should they fight on my lawn? Oh, how worrisome. Shall I invite them both up and just have a threesome? My darling, I beg thee, he will only leave thee scorn. We can go back to my place. I own so much porn. (laughs) My heart at its truest beats for that of thou. Have I mentioned that I am exceptionally endowed? Uh, my dear, once more I plead, look not in his direction. To be clear by endowed, I speak of my erection. <laughs> my... <laughs> my... <clears throat> Professionalism. My heart is so full of this love I could drown. If thou art wondering about a threesome, I'd be down. <laughs> During this argument, about a dozen dogs have now actually shown up on the scene, paying attention especially to Charlemagne. Let us retire away from him to romance, for he desires only to get in thy pens. I beg of you listen not to this cock blocker, and tell me, hast thou ever received a shocker? (laughs) But what of these beasts arriving just now? Little noise do we make, and yet they still howl. Pay no mind to them, but to my advances. So butt stuff tonight. What think thou, though, the chances? The dogs have now surrounded Charlemagne, and a couple have begun to attempt to mount his legs. They approach with red lipstick out of its cap, and there seems a certain lust in their yaps. A drooling of hunger, a flaring of butts. Dear God, Charlemagne, hast thou lain with these mutts? Charlemagne's demeanor all at once changes from confident and cool to extremely embarrassed. He hangs his head and sighs. I predict that tonight I won't be getting in ya. In my defense, this is all legal in West Virginia. No more hiding desperation neath confident pitches. And now I shall take my leave with these bitches. He picks up one of the lighter dogs and mounts his motorcycle with it, starts it, and slowly drives away. All the rest of the dogs follow him. Am- Amora watches him leave and then looks back at Francis. What am I doing here? And now tis but us on this beautiful eve. I shall never hurt thee and never deceive. Put down thy controller, turn off thy kong. Thou shalt find my arms surprisingly strong. I find thee repulsive and yet will proceed. For what can I say? Mama's got needs. <laughs> Though thou art boring and dumb as a log. Far as I know, thou hast not fucked a dog. The <laughs> presence thou spoke of when thou first arrived, shall I open it now and see what's inside? Of course, allow me to unlatch the locks. Jesus fucking Christ, is that thy dick in a box? Dick in a box. <laughs> and scene. Jeez. <laughs> 
Quince. Quince in my mouth. Speaking of uh, Thanks, sex guys. with dogs. <laughs> Didn't yeah. know that was the theme of the show. Did I like not it. know that was yeah, going I, on. I set that up earlier. You're welcome. <laughs> when did you set that up? We've been talking about having sex with dogs this entire episode, Kevin. Where have you been? <laughs> Where have you been? Gone, apparently. Dear God, Charlemagne, hast thou lain with these beasts? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you do what you gotta. Good job what? there, Doug. Those are some nice uh, heroic couplets. Thanks, you guys do I, great. We need to film this. I hope you you want to. Yeah, sure. Okay, let's do it. Okay, let's I'm in. It. I hope you guys. Uh, I hope that wasn't too much for you guys. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. I started wondering when I got to the dog sex. It's <laughs> <laughs> That's when Why you started wondering. Why was I wondering? the only one making the dog sound effects? I, I started, <laughs> oh, no, Kevin was. Kevin I was, was yeah. until they started to get sexy, and then I'm like, no, I'm out. <laughs> I'm tapping out. <laughs> wolf, wolf, Kevin. <laughs> bark, bark. Uh, Once you go, Zach, you never go back. <laughs> Is that your line, Zach? No. <laughs> Well, that was, it that was, uh, usually it's, uh, hey, here's my number. Take it. Please take it. Please God, take it. Oh, and he also does that, um, my neck, my back, lick my teak and in my Zach. Yes. Whoa! Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, I wish. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Alice and I are going to go now. We have some yeah. things we have to talk yeah, about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, but, uh, a little surprise for our, for our audience. We did promise Kevin that he could finish his kicking it with Kevin mm-hmm, segment. Mm-hmm. So, Zach, hang back. And Kevin, you ready? Yeah, yeah. All uh, right. Let's go ahead. The floor is yours. Thanks a lot, guys, again. Well, no Yay. problem. Right. Thank you for Happy World Theater Day. The floor is yours, Kevin. All right. Um, well, it seems a little depressing to talk about dead people, but let's continue. Um, you want to make sure that you don't have any unnecessary things done to your body. <laughs> hey. Are you, are, are you done? Can I continue talking, Zach? Like, I'm gonna kill you. I am going. I'm Zach. Take it. I'm gonna kill you. Oh, I will beat you up. 